Whether you're moving in together for the first time. This can be your closet. Or you're a new parent to a little fur baby. Viva paper towels can help you maintain a clean home. They're two times more durable when wet compared to the leading value brand. So they clean like cloth, helping you pick up after your new pet in your new home. For an exceptional cloth-like clean, use Viva Towels. Visit vivatowels.com to learn more and start fresh with a clean feeling of home. The latest anti-Trump media outrage is that he revoked John Brennan's security clearance. But the real question is, how did John Brennan ever get a security clearance to begin with, and how on earth did he ever rise to be director of the CIA? Hello, everyone. I'm Jim Dawes, and this is Right Now, a daily review of uh, news, politics, and culture from a nationalist perspective. So John Brennan, um, former CIA director, got drummed out uh, when Trump came in. Is probably responsible for beginning the whole uh, Spygate affair. Uh, hired on with um, MSNBC as a political commentator and has been using that platform for which he's paid very well to disparage the president, uh, call him names, including a traitor, and and really just um, make a mockery of uh, of former CIA directors. And finally, uh, after being encouraged to do so by Rand Paul, uh, the Trump administration has revoked John Brennan's security clearance, which is perfectly understandable. He had been behaving so uh, really over the top and erratically uh, that that uh, somebody like that just cannot be trusted uh, with the most sensitive secrets. Uh, and on top of that, he's he's pretty much shown that he's already violated um, the Espionage Act by leaking um, highly classified information uh, to um, the left-wing media. So, um, of course, the left-wing media, uh, never to miss a chance to uh, bash Donald Trump, has acted like this is uh, some unprecedented move and that uh, Donald Trump is trying to silence uh, John Brennan and violate his First Amendment rights. I'm not sure what one has to do with the other uh, by revoking his security clearance. Um, And really, the question is not or shouldn't be, uh, why did Donald Trump revoke John Brennan's security clearance? The question really should be, how in the world did John Brennan ever get a security clearance to begin with? John Brennan uh, began his adult uh, political life by voting for Gus Hall, who is the Communist Party USA's candidate for President of the United States. I think he ran four times uh, for the Communist Party uh, USA. And this was at the height of the Cold War, uh, the tensions between the United States and the former Soviet Union, uh, when the Soviet Union was really an existential threat to the United States. So John Brennan revealed himself very early to have anti-American leanings in the extreme by voting for Gus Hall. This only came to light uh, when, during his, uh, his examination to enter the CIA, he was uh, asked a question on his polygraph test if had he ever uh, worked with or been affiliated with an organization that advocated the overthrow of the United States government. And he said later on uh, during an interview that the first thing came to his mind was his, uh, his vote, I think it was in 1976, for Gus Hall. Now, why he wasn't denied 
a security clearance to begin uh, from, from that point, I, I will never know. Uh, I had a, a top-secret security clearance in the United States Navy where I was a radio operator. And I can tell you that if you had ever told anybody during the height of the Cold War that you were voting for the Communist Party candidate, you certainly would not have received a security clearance uh, in the military. The CIA may have decided uh, that there were other considerations that uh, maybe they wanted to use him as a double agent by virtue of, well, I'm not even sure uh, why you would ever uh, grant a top-secret security clearance to uh, somebody that supported the Communist Party USA candidate. I've got a clip for you here I want to play. Uh, This is Rand Paul appearing on Tucker Carlson's show on Fox uh, talking about how unhinged uh, An unfit for security clearance, John Brennan really is. Thanks a lot for coming on. Glad to be here. So, the former director of the CIA, you think of that as is a is a sober-minded person, a responsible person, kind of a James Bond, with maybe an advanced degree. Here you have a naked partisan nutcake describing a press conference as treason. How should that make us feel as American citizens? It makes me wonder whether he should be getting a government pension if he's going to be disrespecting the commander-in-chief, calling the president treasonous. Um, that's about as over top as you can imagine. But treason is a death penalty offense. He's describing views he disagrees with. Well, he yeah. is disagreeing with someone's opinion the same as betraying the country. Well, you have to realize John Brennan started his illustrious career by voting for the Communist Party. You know, that's who he wanted to win the presidency back in the 70s. So he voted for the Communist Party. When he came to be head of the CIA, I filibustered him because I thought he was bad news from the very beginning. And I think what you've seen is, and what should worry us all is, this was one of the most powerful people in the world. Who has the ability to destroy anybody in the world and gain information on anything you do, any American, any foreigner, the head of the CIA? And yet, with all that power, he was coming to work each day with a bias and a hatred of the president. It should worry us all. You know, what other things could he possibly have been doing with that power? My theory really is that John Brennan uh, was uh, came up through the ranks of the CIA because he was willing uh, to subvert um, whatever uh, principle or cause that he was asked to in support of his political masters. You'll recall that he was one of the uh, one of the advocates uh, for the so-called WMD uh, uh, lie that led us into the Iraq War. Um, I'm absolutely certain uh, that as a CIA, I don't think he was uh, the director at the time, but he was uh, high up in the CIA, that he had uh, inside knowledge uh, that, in fact, uh, there were no WMDs in Iraq. But John Brennan began, began his career in the CIA as a, an Arabic specialist, and he traveled to the Middle East. He learned uh, to speak Arabic. And he became uh, what you might uh, classify as an adherent to Islam, and uh, and to um, uh, it is uh, believed that he uh, was a supporter of the Muslim Brotherhood, which is a, uh, a terrorist organization. Uh, so uh, he spent uh, most of the time um, after the 9/11 attacks in the Bush administration that George W. Bush administration preaching that uh, Islam was a religion of peace and that um, and, and really scrubbing uh, any efforts by the CIA or the FBI or any of the other intelligence and law enforcement agencies uh, to conduct uh, surveillance on mosques or other radical um, imams that were preaching uh, death to America. 
So I'm going to play you a clip now. This is John Brennan speaking to a, uh, a um, Islamic group uh, and talking about his experiences. I want you to—it's kind of a long clip. I want you to read the subtitles because it'll give you a little bit uh, of a flavor of uh, John Brennan's the impre- the uh, formative uh, events that shaped John Brennan's worldview. Like the president during his childhood years in Jakarta, I came to see Islam. Not how it is often misrepresented, but for what it is. How it is practiced every day by well over a billion Muslims worldwide. A faith of peace and tolerance and great diversity. I wonder if he's talking and about ISIS. And if you permit me, or I should say, Ismahli, Bad Indonesia, Safarat ila Misr, Wahunak Darast Arabia, Fi Jamna Amrikiya, Fukahira. أنا كنت طالب وشباب لما درست عربية لكن الآن نسيت أكثرية اللغة كسلان لسان كسلان متأسف متأسف لكن ممكن إن شاء الله سوف أدرس عربية مرتاني Inshallah. Afwan. <laughs> now, don't tell the folks way, <laughs> who don't speak Arabic what I said, okay? <laughs> now, I'm not uh, saying that uh, there's anything necessarily disqualifying against being an adherent uh, to um, Islam or uh, speaking the Arabic language. I'm I know for a fact that the CIA needs people that speaks Arabic. That's probably why uh, they ignored his vote for the Communist Party USA candidate in, uh, in 1976. But there's, uh, it is a disturbing um, appearance with um, John Brennan that he um, values other cultures uh, more than he uh, does the United States. And in his position as CIA director um, during the uh, Afghan and Iraq war, um, he was caught, his CIA, uh, spying on the United States Senate Intelligence Committee. Uh, They were, in fact, uh, conducting electronic surveillance uh, while while the Senate Intelligence Committee uh, was conducting oversight of the CIA. So he lied about that repeatedly. Uh, until he could no longer lie about it, and then he uh, he swept it under the rug with the uh, the typical bureaucratic claim that they're going to conduct an internal investigation and get to the bottom of it. Nobody was ever fired, which is a prime indicator um, that uh, you yourself knew. If you didn't know and other people were conducting uh, political espionage on behalf of the CIA, then you would have the obligation uh, to remove that person. Nobody was ever fired for that, which tells me John Brennan was uh, very aware of what was going on. Here's a news clip from CBS at the time talking about uh, what exactly went on. It's the spies versus the Senate. 
In January, the CIA accused Intelligence Committee staffers of improperly accessing classified files while investigating the CIA's harsh interrogations of al-Qaeda prisoners. Senators fired back, accusing the CIA of spying on the committee's investigators. An allegation CIA Director John Brennan flatly denied. As far as the allegations of you know, CIA hacking into you know, Senate computers, nothing could be further from the truth. I mean, we wouldn't do that. I mean, that's, that's, that's just beyond the, the, uh, you know, the scope of, of reason. But the CIA's own inspector general determined the agency did spy on Senate investigators. IG findings released today revealed five agency employees improperly accessed committee files and reviewed some of the emails of committee staff members. In addition to his apology, Brennan ordered a broader internal review on Capitol Hill. Yeah, we're going to have a broader internal review and we'll get back to you. Uh, he admitted that he lied. Uh, he admitted that uh, the CIA had conducted political espionage, and that was sort of the forerunner of what we saw um, in the 2016 presidential campaign when the CIA and John Brennan uh, personally set up a so-called task force uh, there in Langley, Virginia, that included the head of uh, many other uh, Obama administration um, agencies uh, to conduct surveillance on the Trump campaign. Now, a lot of this has come to light uh, with the uh, exposure of uh, Stephen Halper, a longtime CIA operative that uh, that was working over in England. Uh, it appears uh, from all uh, sources that uh, John Brennan was coordinating with uh, British intelligence, MI6, and uh, Stephen Halper uh, to feed, um, well, to, to entrap uh, George Papadopoulos, a low-level volunteer for the Trump campaign. That, uh, that episode came to light, and of course there was a huge dust-up on Capitol Hill about whether or not uh, the House Intelligence Committee would be allowed to have um, access uh, to that particular episode, but they never got to the very foundations of that particular um, setup. It was a, an attempt to frame the Trump campaign, and that was Joseph Massoud, another longtime CIA operative that uh, the media conveniently characterized as uh, somehow um, being connected with Russia, 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 when in fact uh, he was a... Um, uh, a former diplomat from Malta that worked with the CIA and, in fact, conducted training for uh, both CIA and, uh, and MI6 personnel. But he was the one that met with Papadopoulos to begin with and put the bug in his ear that the Russians had, uh, had dirt on Hillary Clinton. Uh, so he planted the seed, and then they sent him over to Stephen Halper, who... who um, harvested uh, that information. Uh, they then um, laundered it through the, uh, the Australian diplomat. And before you know it, uh, they were feeding this information to the FBI and they were off to the races on this uh, trumped up, pardon the, pardon the terminology, uh, this trumped up investigation of the Trump campaign. But this was not uh, the only uh, longtime CIA operative that had attempted uh, to frame members of the Trump campaign. The very first event uh, that happened was back in November of 2015 when, um, when Felix Sater, who had worked for the CIA and the uh, intelligence arms of the FBI for many years, um, 
dangled the possibility of a Trump Tower in Moscow and a personal meeting with Vladimir Putin uh, to then um, uh, personal attorney to uh, Donald Trump, Michael Cohen. Um, that uh, those overtures were uh, rebuffed by the president and his campaign. But there are, are records of uh, Felix Sater, as I say, had been working with the CIA for many years, um, trying to arrange a meeting between Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin uh, with the uh, promise of the possibility of a Trump Tower in Moscow. In addition to that, uh, another uh, FBI-slash-CIA informant called Henry Greenberg uh, made overtures to uh, to Roger Stone and um, Caputo, Michael Caputo, um, there in Miami. So there were there was just a whole uh, bunch of activities going on within the intelligence community. Much of it coming out of John Brennan. John Brennan was uh, had a task force organized trying to gin up information to feed to the C- to the FBI to justify. Uh, a criminal investigation of the Trump campaign. So um, now all of this is being exposed, but you got John Brennan over there on MSNBC uh, regularly making derogatory comments, even accusing uh, the commander-in-chief of treason. And somehow the media can't understand why on earth uh, Donald Trump would want to revoke this man's security clearance. It's... uh, as I say, it's not a question of whether or not his security clearance should be revoked. The real question is, should he ever have been granted a security clearance to begin with? Well, uh, that takes us to the end of this uh, segment. Uh, please share, like, and subscribe to our channel. If you're able to support us, visit our Patreon page so you can, con- can continue to get uh, current events from a nationalist perspective. As you make plans this season, consider convenient COVID-19 testing from Quest. Get the same test hospitals use without a doctor visit. Simply order online, select from drive through or at-home options, and get the results sent securely to your phone or computer. It's a great fit for your busy life. With over 20 million COVID-19 tests processed, you can count on Quest. So order your test today at questcovid19.com. That's questcovid19.com. Whether you host a nightly dinner party for two or five, keeping your eating and dining area clean helps keep your mind on the dinner party and not on the cleanup afterwards. Viva paper towels clean like cloth, trapping splatters and sauces that could become countertop stains or stuck on messes. And they're two times more durable when wet compared to the leading value brand. For an exceptional cloth-like paper towel, there's Viva. Visit vivatowels.com to soak up the clean feeling of home.